evening everybody hopefully everybody is doing fine this evening and thank you for bearing with uh just a slight delay in the start this evening but not to worry not to worry hopefully you are all doing well as you know this is our series of ask the manager last week we had andy on and tonight we have two goliaths indeed joining us this evening uh, we'll get them in just in a little second but you know yourself i can't do the show on my own so please welcome the injector uh manager will we call you this week Buna himself Buna, yeah. how are you doing pal yeah. are you good i'm very good thanks mate um i can't see the videos on screen though do you need to move to a different screen yes i will move there shortly <laughs> brilliant 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 but yes all good mate thank you good 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 let's get the two of them in shall we so this evening we are joined by two absolute goliaths of our fpl circles uh mark who kind of started the whole thing off i suppose with the ff scout and yeah what a start he's made the other is as um but as himself one of the nicest people in fpl uh likes to do a little bit of tinkering and working his way through uh it's <laughs> just working out well um Oh, I mean, it feels like you really thought through Mark's introduction. <laughs> you, you, really, you really stumbled on mine. Do, no, do, do you know? You're one of the, you're one of the nicest that. people in the community, as yeah? so at least you got that. I'm, I'm, I'm the bad guy around here. No, you're never the bad guy. Let's uh, say, yeah. let's let's get these cameras on, shall we? Actually, I'll take Goliath though. Never been Goliath. called a Goliath. Before. Yeah, that, Goliath definitely, is definitely running with that. Yeah, that's a nice term. <laughs> Let me just click. I'll take back it on the day on like today. There we go. We should now all be live. I don't know why everything's just suddenly paused on us, though. No, we're good. We're good. There's um, there's one screen you need to screen that you need to move out of the way, though. There we go. Oh, that and that's all bad. good. That could have been a lot worse. That could have been, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all fine. Uh, can I just say, guys in the chat, we finally have our cameras on. I hope you're all very happy. I did go for a shape up. I'm only joking. Um. But yeah, no, it's an absolute pleasure to have these absolute titans, um, sorry, Titan and Az on the stream with us today. So um, we're very, very, very happy. Well, look, we've got Lynn B in the chat saying such handsome lads. Lynn, good to see you. Well, we try our best. <laughs> and Boona. With his lovely curve. That don't, that don't work. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's actually happened to you. Uh, Why, what's wrong? Side. No, I don't know. It just the cameras look like they're paused on my side. I think everything's visual, uh, sound-wise, is fine. But I just oh, they think... are paused. Yeah. God, amateur hour, Mark. We don't know anything about this, do we? Not used to this. These technical <laughs> oh, it's normally smooth. What is it? The, it? <laughs> the thing is, is that I've went and got the four of us all shaped in nicely, uh, and then they've just decided to go on pause. But that no, seems to like... be a Discord thing. I have no idea. Buna, we shall let you crack into the questions, shall we, and just get things kicking off. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I, I think we should uh, probably start with um, FPL Twitter. <laughs> I'm only joking, I'm only joking. Um, yeah, so the question that we ask all of our guests, Mark, whilst Lama tries to fiddle with the cameras, um, is how long have you been playing this game and how, how did you first ever get into it? 15 years now apparently yeah i look back i can't believe i had to count the number of years in my history is 15 yeah so this is the 15th season um and obviously i played fantasy football before fbl there were there was fantasy football before fbl of course um 
so yeah since 2006 07 uh how did i get into well I, you know i told the whole granville story basically um i used to play the original fantasy league with my mates when i had my job after uni which was effectively just uni on a minimum wage um which is what i was doing after uni. and then um when we when we kind of went our own way i stopped playing fantasy football for a good few years and then yeah in 2006 07 i got a new job met granville and he was like a really opinionated mancunian who thought he knew everything mm. about football so i thought well i've got to play this game and beat this guy and shut him up and then yeah the friendship developed and we started you know i i, I launched the website off the back of that and then we started doing the scout cast and it just went on from there so it's been a yeah, I don't know what I don't know where I'd be without FBL. I, I sometimes think what what would my life be like without that taking up my weekends. But also, looking back over those fifteen years, how FBL has changed my life and some of the experiences it's given me. Um, you know, obviously, have uh, been amazing. So I I owe I owe FBL a lot, I guess, to mm. where I am now and some of the experiences I've had, which have been you know incredible. Absolutely. So, how so, would you say? Um, go on, Lama. I was just going to say, slight update, Mark is now fine, mm. uh, as for some reason and you Boon have both frozen on cheeky grins, the chat are saying, um, <laughs> also managed to get everything else working, so well, Mark's obviously, you know, gave us a good introduction there of how he got involved, I just want to try and do this introduction all over again, can we just rewind and I'll re-edit this yeah, out well, later? Uh, you spend a lot of time on this, haven't you? I, I do, I do, I spend... You as Goliaths though, you can only... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Oh no, that's still in there. That's still in there. Go on, so, yeah, that's go on, all man. good. Start all over again then. Oof. Maybe cut out the bit about As being a nice guy. I, mm, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so again, folks, as we all know, a slight change in the day of and of the week and time. However, you will all appreciate why we have done this. When one goat says that they can join us in the studio, you know, for you people, our audience, we're going to change things up to compensate. So this evening we are honoured, as you already already know all this, eh, as aforementioned, not just one, but two goats of FPL. One of them is the founding father of FPL content creation and set the standard in football stat collation and content creation as well. The other is as. So I, I kind of got that bit half right. Joking aside though, as the second goat on tonight's show is one of the nicest FPLers in our circle and loves nothing more than going against the grain to a slight degree to try and search for that edge in FPL competition. Hard working though for these two is a complete understatement. This season, although they've worked together for a, quite a while now, they decided to lock heads and create their own podcast show together known as FPL Black Box. What a great addition to our weekly FPL content schedule it is, with great insight into weekly stats, decision making, and just the simple one-to-one -one interactions that the two of them have. We also love the tracking aspect that they've added to the show, so at the midpoint and at the end of the season, we'll see what worked and what didn't work, to enable them to become even better in the game that we all love to hate, FPL. We're honoured to have two of the best creators in our FPL space grace the studio this evening as an FPL Game Week first We'll try and introduce the cameras if the tech holds. We can see how that's gone. Stats, 59,500 followers on Twitter, over 250k when you add in Fantasy Football Scout, over 14,000 subs already on FPL Backbox, but actually, when you include FF Scout in there, combined over 70,000. So behalf of FPL Game Week, we can't get to wait to know the guys a lot better. What makes their FPL minds tick? They're both talented, skilled FPLers, and just really good guys. Welcome into the studio, Mr. Mark Southerns and us. 
Now that is an insane. Now that, <laughs> now that. How are they insane. still awake? <laughs> Me. I love. I'm loving it. Keep wow. going. So there you go. Still another ten that's, minutes of that. That's, that's <laughs> that, that you is see, Do you see why he wanted to do it now, Mark? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm lost for words for once. Mate, yeah. I can't believe it's that I'm, I'm paused on like an absolute mugshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just seems to be you and us, though. Wait, I fully did my shape up and everything just before I came on. I know you did. And I, I've got my perfect new curtains out, and it's jammed. <laughs> Why is Mark all right? This is typical I've Mark. I've got the same camera as you. Why am I, I all right and you're not? It's not me. It's I just, I just went in and clicked Discord again, uh, and then came back out, and all of a sudden Mark started working. So well, I do you want to do it again, and maybe I'll start working? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being careful now in case I'm frozen on a gurning face. Because you're all... <laughs> yeah. uh, you all looking fine when you go in there. And then, nah, I don't know what I don't know what's going on there. Weird. We'll sort it out. Until then, I'm not asking no questions, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, Christ, could be here a while then. Uh, so, yeah, I was saying there in the, in the introduction, Mark and Az, um, how long have you actually known each other then? Do you go back quite a long way then? Well, you, you cropped up on the scout cast. What year was it? 2009. Sorry, was it? cropped up? Cropped oh, up? You just, yeah, you just, <laughs> just like, who's this fellow who's just cropped up on the podcast? I believe you made, I believe you mean made an instant impact on the, yes. on the scout cast. Many... Yeah, you, you're like Mika Richards, weren't you? Like a big splash. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, the story was, was that I, I, um, I used to be a, 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 you know, a user of Fantasy Scout back in when I was about 18. The user, that makes you the sound user. like... user, yeah, I know, like an addict. Yeah. Well, I was a bit of an addict in a, in a, okay. in a way. Um, and, yeah, I, I used to... I went from, you know, just, just like being on the site, chatting to a few people, then I started doing some of the community articles, and then I, I became an admin on the site, and then that's when I got invited to one of those the scout camps, which was basically Mark put his card behind the bar, Okay. and, and everyone just went yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah, and it, it got a, it got a bit... Go, we went a bit too far when Andy joined the team. Then, oh. then I regretted putting the car behind the bar at that point. I mean, I went. That's I all went, I'm going to say. I went. I went hard. I went really hard that, that day. But I, I ended up getting talking with with Joe, who um, who went to the same university as me, at uni, uni of Kent. Um, and I got on really well with him. And then I think Granville was kind of in and out of doing the scout cars because he was embarking on his like political career. Um, so one one, I just had an email one week from from Joe saying, "Do you want to come on the scout cast?" And I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, it's a big deal. It's like the you know, it's the biggest one at the time. Mm. Um, went on that, met Mark for the first time. He called me AZ repeatedly. <laughs> you, did you see you were called out the other night on the podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. On yeah. the dub, double up podcast, <laughs> I called you AZ. I'd yeah. forgotten I'd called you that. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, from there, then then Granville kind of stepped out of the, the limelight a little bit, and I kind of I filled in whenever he wasn't doing it. And then Mark dropped out, and it kind of became me, Joe, Andy, and, and David Monday for a bit. Uh, and Luke, obviously, coming in and doing them and just kind of never looked back from there, really. Oh, good stuff. Um, and then this season, as I was saying in the introduction, um, Black Box or, you know, got formed. So how did that come about? How did the conversations kind of start? Mean, Black Box, you mean Black Box was all my idea, wasn't nah, it, as originally? Then. <laughs> <laughs> you could bugger off, you tell it, as you tell it. <laughs> Well, I, I did. I, I, I've been I've been kind of experimenting with a few different things like, over the years. So I did. I, I started. I was doing the scout cast. And I wanted to kind of do something on my own. Okay. So I read uh, the Black Box Thinking book, and I was I like the idea of this, learning from mistakes and and you know, accepting them rather than ignoring them and all that kind of stuff. So I started doing one on my own. I mean, you know, the production values on this clearly aren't 
you know amazing but you should have seen my stream it was just like the the low the <laughs> lower end doesn't even begin to cover what what i used to put out um and it was just me chatting nonsense for 30 minutes or whatever so i stopped doing that and then i started doing top guns with luke which was fun mm. but we stopped doing that because he he works crazy hours so it just wasn't working so i was gonna start doing black box up again and try and make it a bit better um and so i put like a preview out uh, towards the end of last season it just so happened that Mark was looking to get back into it. So he messaged me and said, just seeing mm. you've done this like solo effort on your own, I'm thinking of doing something. Do you want to team up? No, I couldn't you get that. You get that email from the goat, Goliath, Titan, bad I guy. Sent it. I think if you look back as that email arrived about two in the morning, because I was, I was lying in bed going, shall I do this? Is this a good idea? <laughs> um, and I was just like, no, so I really I'm going to do it. No, it wasn't that. I, honestly, I, I, it was, was I, did I want to get back into doing stuff? Mm. Is, question and and i felt like i didn't feel ready to do anything on my own so i, I wanted to join teams with somebody and it yeah it was just chance i saw as did that pilot at the end of last season i thought oh he's going to start something up next season so kind of like butterfly effect type thing so i remember just just putting that out and just being like oh, i'm going to come back to this i've got a little like sting done and a little animations and stuff mm. and i was kind of ready to to start on my own and just just put it out at just the perfect time mm. so yeah. What made yeah, you want to start your your own channel as out of interest? Uh, I just wanted something that was mine, you know, because I'd, I'd mm -hmm. been doing the Scoutcast for about four years and obviously seen that grow, see that grow quite a lot and stuff. But that it always felt like it was Joe's thing. When when Mark left, Joe took over, and you know Joe's brilliant. He does all the stats, he does all the the plan and the structure and all that. And I didn't really, I didn't want to oust Joe from from doing that because he's he's really good and and you know that's kind of what he does for for, for Scout. So I wanted something that I could just lead on my own. And I had the black box idea and I thought no one's really doing this. No one's really kind of looking back reflectively over mistakes. I think too, so many people are worried about hindsight and being called Captain Hindsight when they think about things that have gone wrong rather than thinking about the decision making that they're actually making at the time. Yeah. So I wasn't really afraid of, of, of doing that. And I thought the idea was good. But yeah, having Mark uh, next to me definitely gives it a bit more, a bit more credibility and he does, you know, he does a bit of work as well. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, just, 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 just a tiny bit. bit. I mean, obviously the bulk is uh, me, but he, you know. <laughs> he's the just, um, just going back to um, a point you made as about um, Mark wanting to come back into it. Mm. Um, just going back to that, um, Mark, um, you obviously most people know, and, and I was the same when you took a bit of a break away from, you know, the, the public image, should we say a little bit, a bit away from Twitter, but away from Fantasy Football Scout. And, and myself included, we were kind of like, you know, where where where, where on earth has, has Mark gone? Where's Mark? We, we need Mark. All we've known since we started playing FPL was Mark Southerns on Fantasy Football Scout. What what kind of brought you around to to taking that break? If you don't mind me asking, because I've always wanted to ask you that question, Mark. Well, why why I took the break? Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But genuinely, um, it was a couple of things combining. Really, um, yeah, I was. Scout became much bigger than I anticipated. It, it didn't. It was never intended to be my job. Um, so I, I, I love my day job. Um, you know, I didn't want to lo leave that and do Scout full time necessarily. But when opportunities came up, the first time I left, it was to hire some people so Scout could run without me. So that is when we brought in Joe and Paul and people like that who were mm. long time visitors to the site and people I knew and trusted. I brought them in to help run it so I could then go back to the day job, which is what I did. And then after that, you know, we were doing bits for the Premier League, 
but the Premier yeah. League stuff was just ramping up and we, we effectively got offered a contract to work full time for the Premier League and that would involve me going to work with the Premier League and I you know I worked out their office you know I went out to London two or three days a week and worked really closely with the guys on their editorial team and also did the TV show of course the Facebook live and all the stuff you saw me doing then when that opportunity came up I couldn't really say no I had to take it right so I did that as well as well as running the site and managing the site as it was with Chris Chris looked after the commercial side of it he came in and made Scout a business and a successful one and he did brilliantly right but I was always running the editorial side of things so I was running the editorial on Scout plus doing what the Premier League needed of me for the contract and I was just working myself into the ground I was mm. kind of not seeing my family not seeing my kids my health was struggling I I you know I was had heart issues which meant mm. that the doctors were telling me to slow down and but I was kind of trapped I was in this contract with the Premier League and Scout had been my labor of love for years so I couldn't let that go I couldn't get out of the Premier League contract and carry on doing Scout I couldn't turn around to the Premier League and go well, I need out of the contract. Oh, by the way, but I'm still going to carry on over here with my business. So it was just a case of, right, it's out. Get out, lock, stock and barrel. I need to get out of it because I wasn't enjoying it anymore either. You know, it it, it wasn't it wasn't fun when it became serious business as much as it was when it was just me doing it. And I was getting volunteers in. People were doing stuff with me for free, you know, like tools like the ticker for example which everyone knows what a ticker is now mm -hmm. mark worth who developed that with me we did that he did that for free for me because he was an, a loyal follower of the site and so much in the early days was done for free and goodwill and it was really nice but then i needed to make money from it because i couldn't keep the servers running and if you remember you had to pay for the fixtures if you wanted to ticker and i think mm -hmm. it was like 15 grand i had to come up with a season and i was like what am i going to do i can't I can't come up with this money. I don't make any money off this blog. So then mm. I have to start going, well, how am I going to make money to pay for the fixture so I can keep doing what I do? That's when Chris that's, came that's in. That's what annoys me so me much, do it, Mark. And then that's it. Yeah. Mm. That's that, what annoys that, me so much about why? people getting what? getting kind of funny with, with how Scout is going. And, you know, mm. everyone's talking about commercialism and greed and all this stuff. It's like, no, you can't have a site like Scout operating on the goodwill of others no. like it did. Because now no. you pay you pay editors and you pay content creators and you pay people to make this site do things, have the tools that people want and need to, to be better FPL. No managers. one works for free at the end of the day. That's what people don't understand. Like we don't live a charitable life. Well, some no. people do, but not most people don't. You can take it to a certain level on yeah. goodwill and volunteering your time. Everyone can do that. And yeah. you know, black box, I don't make any money from doing black box with as. I do it because I love getting involved in the community and I love working with Az and I love doing the research and I love presenting it. And, you know, that's still something in me that I love doing, right? So I want to do it. I don't make money from Black Box at all. And I've invested in, you know, some of the equipment I'm using. I've spent thousands in the last year making Black Box better, you know. And so I'll keep doing that, right? And I've done that because I want to do it. It's my hobby and I love it. Scout used to be my hobby, but it couldn't remain a hobby because it just wasn't tenable. So I had to turn it into a business and Chris was brilliant coming in and helping me do that. And it was profitable, right? We made a success of it. I understand the minute someone's making money, there's going to be certain sections of the community who don't like that, who are envious of that success. And I get it. But no one can accuse me of not working for it because I worked bloody hard. No. I worked bloody hard to get where it got to. So, you know, I it's hard to take sometimes when you when you see that because 
I didn't want it necessarily. I didn't plan for it to turn into what it became. And I actually think that any success I had, I earned because I worked so hard at it. And in the end, I it was too much for me. I couldn't I couldn't keep it up. It was yeah. affecting my health and it's affecting my family. So yeah. no, I mean, you're, you know, you're synonymous. I'm you're synonymous with um up. I'm getting choked up talking about it. As it's, it's hard for me, right? Yeah. So um well, when we think about FPL, we're kind of you're kind of synonymous with that. You know, there, there's a particular reason when um, uh, official FPL um, uh, hand an assist to a player that everyone says, "Oh, you know, Mark knows someone at FPL yeah. Towers." You know, oh, he put the call in. He put the call in. <laughs> yeah. But on a serious note, how many calls do you put in a season, Mark? Yeah, I'd, I'd, love, to be able to, I'd love to be able to do that. I mean, like, you know, I, I I was um, I was <laughs> privy to. I was privy to the rules behind all that. Right? I know how all that works. Right? I know how that relationship works with the game and Opta and what happens on match days and what goes on. And I know, I can tell you now, when there is a contentious decision, it is scrutinised so, so much. And so when I see the community going, oh, it's rigged and it's this and it's that. And I need to go. When I used to work for the Premier League, they wouldn't let me go in and respond. Guilty. Right? Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me answer the community going, why is this and this, this? Why is that? They wanted, they didn't want to engage because it was too much. You couldn't, once you engage with the community, you're doing it forever. So I totally mm. understand that. Now I'm not part of that. I'm just an individual on Twitter. I can help explain the decisions, right? I'm not, I'm not standing up for them and justifying it. I'm just trying to explain why things were decided the way they are. Because I think I'm, there's not many people in the community who know it as well as I do. Probably not anybody because they're either working for Scout and working for the Premier League or it's me, basically. So I can help people understand it and hopefully diffuse some of the frustration when it doesn't go the way of your team or the mm. way of your players, right? So Without, without um, going into specific situations, Mark, could you dispel mm. one recent altercation for me? I feel like I'm, I'm going to see the doctor. Do you remember the recent assist that Watkins got? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Keenan Davis, who was on the other side of the 18-yard box when yeah. that ball was played in, how was that given assist? But the the one uh, for Wolves, where a ball was played over from yeah, the yeah, court flag. Uh, remember, you know, I yeah, asked I you this. Because I, I, I had Podence, <laughs> right? And Podence crossed the ball and out Nori scored. And so, so, did I. I, you know, so I was like, oh, is that, are they going to give that to me as a Podence? Am I going to get that assist? And I didn't get it. And I was like, okay. But the... Un that one first, the reason why that wasn't given is because Neto is making a run in the box. And it was a judge that his cross, the Podence cross, was aimed at Neto and that area of the goal as well. It was aimed at the kind of just outside the six-yard box. And the defensive clearance skews the destination, but also takes it onto Al Nori, who scores. Mm. So there is no way you can really claim that Podence was either aiming for Al Nori or he was aiming for the area of the pitch that Out Nori was in when he scored. No one crosses from one side of the pitch to the other, skipping their penalty box, do they? Well, that's, that's not the intended destination of a cross, right? So the, tar the player wasn't the target and the destination wasn't the desired destination. It just so happens the ball ended up there and Out Nori scored, but it arrived there via the headed clearance. So that one's fair. I think that's totally explainable. The Watkins one, yeah, he might not have seen Davis. But what is Watkins' intention when he heads it? His intention is not to head a goal. It's to head across the goal to hopefully find a teammate to score. And the touch from Bartley, he doesn't claim possession. It's one touch off his chest. It's a bad touch. It's a miscontrol. And Davis scores. So the ball never really leaves the area that Watkins was aiming for. And so because of that, it has to be an assist because Watkins is intending to head the ball across 
the ball stays in that area when Davis nips in and scores. And the touch from Bartley doesn't change that. So it's an assist. Did That's you have Watkins in your team, Mark? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a sign there saying that. No, and, 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 and the thing is, a lot of the people around me who are my rivals have got Watkins. So I was like, oh, bloody hell. So I knew it was going to be given the minute I saw it. But I didn't see it till post-match, actually. It was like I saw the four and I watched it. And I saw it had been given. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I, and I was like, yeah, okay, it's an assist for sure. So it was, um, I didn't watch the match live. I just saw the flames going on after the match. Yeah. I feel That's like we've just um, we've just probed Peter Walton on our VAR decision. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I hate that bit where they go, let's go to Peter Walton. Yes, I don't want to, let's go to Mark Southerns to justify another dodgy decision by the FBI. No, I don't want to go to that. So, see, with regards to, like, you've, we've kind of touched on it there and jokingly put in that, you know, Mark, you've, you have got that direct link straight into FPL Towers. <laughs> no, Joking, no, I did. I yeah. <laughs> Joking aside, if, if you and yourself as, if you could change anything, and you don't need to, but if you were to change anything about FPL and its current status, would you change it and what would it be and why? As you, you can you can kick off as if you want. I mean, I've I've got I've got quite a few. I think the the basic game I think works so well because of how simple it is, and I think that's mm. the biggest attraction. And I think we all know that. And I think yeah. you know when they try to bring in things like the ultimate game, and you know you make subs after each match day and stuff, it didn't take off like people thought it would. Mm. So I don't think the game needs a huge overhaul. The the big thing that I'd like to see is is the chips, and I think the the chips being all being used at the end of the season is completely ridiculous. Mm. I think they should bring in chips at the start of the season. Um, you know, have them at, like the wild, like the wild card. So you've yeah. got um, first half of the season chips and second half. Yeah. And you know, I know lots of people are against chips and say they take the, the fun out of the game. I think one of the reasons they take the fun out of the game is because they all get saved for this end period. And if you try and use them at other times, you often get burnt. Whereas mm -hmm. using them at, at the start of the season, when there's more kind of variance and more. Um, and on all that kind of stuff, I just think it would just make the game more exciting, make those chips a, a better option for people. So that's that's the first one that comes to mind for me. No, thank you very much for that. You're not the first person that we've had on the show as that suggested that. Uh, you know, almost like a double up of the chips. You get you, the same stack of chips, but you have you get you know you can play them in both halves of the season, so to speak. Yep. So no, you're not the first. Uh, what about yourself, Mark? Anything you it, would change? It, it's really simple. Let's add another. Let's add an attacking midfielder position. Mm. Simple as that. I just think the game has moved on massively mm. in the last five years in particular. And you can argue that fullbacks, you know, I mean, yeah. they're, they're not the players they were. I mean, I, I picked out Matt Taylor as a Hall of Famer from 2006-07, and he got eight goals that season, which is incredible. But when you look at it in the context of attacking fullbacks now, if, you know, if Robertson or Trent, Robertson and Trent, what did they get, 18, 19 assists last season? Yeah. Ridiculous, oh, isn't it? So, yeah, so that position is under scrutiny in terms of do we need a fullback position as well as defence, mm. centre-backs, defenders. But certainly midfield. I mean, I just think, I think it's time now to, to separate midfielders such as Declan Rice from yeah. midfielders such as Lingard and, and, and or, or more to the point, Sterling and Salah and players like that. So would you change the way someone like Declan Rice got points, Mark? Yeah, I would add. I, I would add more points for clean sheets. I'd change the by adding them. They would they would have a different weighting in the bonus system as well. So perhaps yeah. tackles one for for those midfielders would be worth more BPS. I'd try and there is. I'm sure there was ways. If the minute you in, you separate the midfield bracket into two, mm. you've got ways with the BPS 
that will mean that Declan Rice and Kante and players like that yeah. could get bonus for what they do yeah. and could be more valuable. Because, I, I mean, while I was there, right, while I was at the Premier League, there was this idea that we did discuss, like, how can we get players like that? You know, Kante, I think, was player of the year. Uh, the year yeah. Was he player of the year when Leicester won the title? And it's like, well, why aren't we recognising Kante's achievements in the game? And Kante's a brilliant player, but FBL doesn't think he is. So I know there was this desire to make those players more appealing, but we can't do it while you've got Salah and Kante as the same position. It's impossible. Yeah. I think so I think by breaking yeah. them out, there's a chance to do that. Yeah, we've spoke about that before, Mark, haven't we, Buna? Uh, exactly what you're saying. You've got so many players like your Kantes and your Jorginhos, etc., that... You're just not going to pick them, you know. The, and so, so there, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's counted it up or anything like that. But there must be God knows how many players that just don't actually get picked at all. Yet, quite rightly, as you're saying, they're actually top performers for their clubs. And if good not, like Hoiberg's yeah. a good example, right? Yeah, exactly. Going to pick Hoiberg played pretty much every minute this season. Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably be Tottenham's Player of the Year, right? Maybe Kane will be, but he won't be far behind. He'll be, he'll be supporters' Player of the Year, but it. We're never going to pick those players, are we? No. And it's a shame. It's a real shame because yeah. we. And it also makes the forward classification harder as well because you've every year you've got is Mane and Salah a forward this year? Is is Sterling a forward this year? But we had a different dynamic to it. You know how goalkeepers get a point per three saves. Would you be like a point per X amount of tackles or something or interceptions? Yeah, or something? maybe. If you couldn't, if you couldn't, so you get an extra point for clean sheets. So maybe. Midfielders get two points for clean sheets. Maybe you have to go further, make it three, and make defenders five. I don't know. But it gives you a bit more flexibility. At the mm. moment, the four positions are outdated and too rigid, in my opinion. There is a fear that by introducing the fifth position, it would add complexity. But I think the FBL community is ready for that. I reckon that the hardcore would embrace it and welcome it as a new twist, a new strategy. And the casual player, if you like, I hate that casual player. So we say new managers... Right, rather than casual, mm. would adapt to it. Right, the original fantasy league had fullbacks and centre backs, and that did all right. I played that game. Mm. I I didn't find that intimidating. So why can't we have midfielders and attacking midfielders now? I think we're ready for it. So, and I just think it'd be a better game if we had that, or it could be. The potential would be there to make it a better game. No, definitely, and yeah, and get yeah, exactly. It just opens it up a lot more instead of like. Us coming on the our show, or you know, you guys getting together for black box a, a, a episode, and pretty much running out with inverted commas template teams. You would think, like what you're saying, Mark, there would be a, a whole lot more variance across the platform. You know, yeah, you'd like to think so anyway. Mm, yeah, but as you say, I think all managers would adapt to it, old and new. Well, new people wouldn't know the difference anyway if they're brand yeah, new. I, mean, I, but... I think I think new people to FBL would look at it and go, oh, why is Salah a midfielder? I thought he was a forward. If anything, it's confusing <laughs> yeah. now. So... Yeah, aye, that's true. Yeah. Buna, I know you've had a lot of questions that have come in via your various WhatsApp groups, your Twitter sphere. Mm -hmm. uh, just so we know, by the way, this is just a botched effort of getting all three cameras on the one, or four cameras on the one <laughs> screen. Uh I'll get this all sorted for next week, uh, or maybe even Thursday, but We've I'm glad there. to see that everyone can see us all in our glory now. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. Buna, uh, any questions that you want to uh, give Mark and us? Yeah, so 
So obviously we we know your pedigree in the game, Mark. It's absolutely brilliant. Your record speaks for itself. Um, but I just wanted to get a bit of a summary of how this season's gone for you. Um, and kind of tying in with one of the questions from one of our regulars, Ian Anderson, who talks about, you know, what sort of worked well for you this season? Because, you know, once again, you're, you're storming. So, yeah, just give us a bit of a, a summary of this season and what you think's worked well. Yeah, I've done I've done well. I'm really pleased with where I am at the moment. Um, normally, you know, if I'm going to finish around in, in the top 10K, I normally make a late surge and I get in in the last two or three game weeks, whereas I'm in, I'm in now. No, I'm in touching distance of a top 1k finish, which was, was the tongue-in-cheap ambition at the end, at the start. As and I were determined we were going to set clear goals. That was part of the black box theory, yeah. so we wanted to do that. Um, said, we weren't supposed to do it. I know, but we weren't meant to achieve it, yeah. So <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I haven't achieved it yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's worked well? I mean, I think what's worked well is just doing black box, right? I, I, mm. I think it's proved that, for me, I need to be intensely involved in the game and the content and research that goes into being intensely involved to do well. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can play the game where, you know, I, I watch match of the day then make transfers on a Friday evening or Saturday morning. I don't, I don't think I'd do well like that. I need to invest more time in it. And, mm. that, and that means that, you know, I, I don't, but I don't, I don't do crazy amounts of research. I think I've over the years developed like a, a kind of sweet spot of, this is enough time investment to, to make decent decisions most of the time. It takes, obviously, I played the game 15 years, so I don't know. It's very hard to describe what that level of commitment is. But I think, you know, just the combination of watching matches and taking what you absorb watching matches and checking data to see wherever that, you know, that contributes to that information that you've gathered and just talking to people in the community mm. and, and having that conversations with us. That really helps as well. Um, so it's a combination People of things. Really, team but, you, Mark. How much did that yeah, pay you for that? Team for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, for me, I need to be neck deep in it to do well. Whereas I know that right. others find that sometimes overthinking is what comes out of that and then that yep. does their rank harm. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that overthinking certainly comes into my team now and again. Um, That's quick to that's, act that's quite interesting that is quite interesting and and another question that kind of you know like comes out of that is uh, just from a personal perspective i found the spread of games a little bit overwhelming and i think um mm. i personally have fallen into that overthinking category and you know what being watching every single minute has probably not done me so well how have you you know how has that worked for you is that something that you've enjoyed because i know you watch a lot, watch a lot of football I've enjoyed it kind of, but it is difficult. I mean, I make sure I don't watch every game because, again, you know, part of the reason why I, I backed out of, of of doing scout and full-time fancy was you know, I wasn't spending enough time with my kids or doing other things. And it's not good for you watching football all the time, I don't Especially believe. Especially this year. That's because, that's made yeah. it even harder, hasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, the frustrations of being an FPL manager during this period are, are difficult, right? We've all had problems, some worse than others, some more than others in terms of problems with their team through postponements and players missing out and stuff like that. It's really been difficult, right? New challenges we've never had before. And you've either had luck with those or you've had bad luck. And if it's bad luck, you've suffered, right? And you've got to deal with that and it's difficult. So I I think it's been really testing this season in terms of how much you ration yourself, in terms of how much time you invest in watching football, how much time you invest in your team as a result of that. Um, so, yeah, I've been strict to myself in terms of the football I've watched. And yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I've, I think, like I say, I think over the years I've just developed 
an awareness of how much I need to spend on my team to do well. And also, you know, how much I go into data, how much football I watch. And I think that only comes after years of playing the game. You know what's right for you. Because if you go too much, if I sat there after this podcast and sat for five hours looking at data tables, I don't think the value of that would be worth it, Mm. worth the investment. Whereas if I sit down on a Friday evening or before the black box and invest a bit of time then, having gathered and processed stuff throughout the week, uh, and and to be fair, I think about FBL all the time. There's not a day goes by when I don't think about FBL in one facet or another, right? But I then bring that to the table when I sit down and look at data or I watch a few matches. And I think I've got that about right over the years. So, so we, it's difficult to quantify. So would you say, that, I know, you know, obviously using the hub and everything, you know, for a lot of the stats gathering, if you like, or where all the stats are placed for you to siphon through. Um but with eye test, is that something that you would say has to come into it? Yeah, absolutely. You can't. I, I Because like, as an eye that the data doesn't reveal. Yeah. And as the data doesn't reveal. Yeah. And as, as can talk more about this, because I know he's got particular bee in his bonnet about it. So <laughs> Make your transfers. Is it more stats, more eye test, history? Where do, where do you kind of stand? Yeah, I mean, I, I went on a bit of a rant about this uh, on the on the last black box, because, you know, I, I look at players like Ian Acho and, and Lingard, and the, the the Twitter community saying, you know, they can't keep it up. Their stats are terrible. Their XG is really poor. Like you just, if you if you if you genuinely think that, you've either never played FPL before or you don't watch football, because mm-hmm. it was obvious. It was so obvious to me that that those players were players that we needed to get in our teams. And the stats for me isn't a good enough um, barometer of, of whether those players are going to carry on or not. Because there's some players, and it happens every season. And, it, you know, I can think of Yaya Torre, Aaron Ramsey. You know, these are players who don't necessarily have the best stats, but mm-hmm. will find a way to score goals and get you assists. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. So I, I I do stats. You know, I'm a I'm a researcher by my trade. I've, 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 I do a lot of stuff with stats. I'm always looking at stats tables and uh, particularly like, like heat maps. And uh, there's three stats in particular that I like, touches in the area. Um, mm-hmm. Shots on shots on goal and chances created. I think those three give me a really good metric of, of how that player is going to do for my FPL team. I but think... most of the time, I will base it on the match that I've seen, and I think, okay, that player looks good. Can they back it up with the stats? And if they can, then perfect. I'll bring him in. Yeah, I mean, I think Bruno knows this. Um, when I kind of first got into FPL, if you like. I mean, I didn't even know what the chips were for to begin with. You know, I didn't really look into it. Didn't even know you had to change your team supposedly every week you know uh it was like a zombie team i had until i kind of got into the, the the nuts and crux of it but when i first started looking at stats i found it a bit overwhelming um mm. you know and then what you've just said there as uh, and i think mark you were fairly similar there are certain stats that probably stick out over other ones so you don't need you know you don't necessarily need to go you know knee deep into it but there are certain bits uh, of gold that you can pull out and then match that up with your eye test uh, you know, so to speak. But the the the, the player, the I, I think the tool that I use the most are the are the player comparisons. Yes, so when I'm yeah. trying to try when I'm trying to decide on yeah. a defender to bring from a team, or you know whether to go for Vardy or Iannaccio. I mean that you know Vardy or Iannaccio was was a perfect example because I mm. I ran the numbers between those two, you know, thinking okay Vardy's got the history, he, he is a bit of a stats buster, but he hasn't been performing that well. Are there signs that I think he's going to start going on a run like we've seen before? Yeah. And like Iannaccio's stats were just like they were just superior in every single way like there was no reason why you would pick Vardy either from from what you've seen 
you know, on TV or or from those stats. So to me, that that was a perfect example of when the two just map perfectly, and it's been it's been a great decision, right? Because he actually just been just been killing it every week. Yeah. There was another one. Do you remember Gundogan? As do you remember when we did that show? Yeah, yeah. We looked at Gundogan's data, and we were like, "What the hell is going on here?" And I don't yeah. think either of us had him at the time, and we got him in that week. And then the eye test just aligned with the data, didn't it? Perfectly. You started scoring yeah. right finishes that were like... Prime Aguero, he tended we, we, we were comparing him to De Bruyne, right? Because De Bruyne hasn't... De Bruyne's had a good season by football standards. But I'd say... He's not by his standards. He's, he's, had, he's had a very poor season, FPL standards. Like he hasn't been... He just hasn't been the player that, that I thought he'd be this season. Gundogan also hasn't been the player that I, didn't, I thought he'd be, but in the opposite way. So... Mm. Yeah, Can I just mention something else which is important to FBL Black Box, which I've done differently this season and I haven't done before. And that is, when you get something wrong or when you miss something, look at why that happened and how that happened. Right? And the temptation is that when you don't get a player in or, or you think about that player and don't get him in or you, don't, you miss it, like Bale this week, for example, is a case in point. What I'm doing this season, I'm not just letting that go and forgetting about it. But I'm not beating myself up about it. What I do, I go... Why didn't I go for Bale? What was it that convinced me that Bale wasn't a good option? What did I miss? And what do I need to do to make sure I don't make that mistake again? So when you make a mistake, it's about admitting that and figuring out how that mistake came about and then making sure you and, don't make that and, error and so, again. And, yeah. and, some, and sometimes it is hindsight, right? Like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to beat myself up too much about the bail thing because I still think Kane and Son were better options. I didn't want to triple up on Spurs, all this kind of stuff. But I think the mistake is that I thought Bale not starting in that final had some meant that he was a bit more at risk of, of starting. And it's actually Luke who pointed out to us in the chat the other day, Mark, that, well, of course, Bale's not going to start in that final because they need someone who can track back and, and run back. Whereas against Sheffield United, they don't need they don't need someone. Yeah, who but, can do that. but so not, they, not they... only that, though, Bale started the first game under Mason because Kane wasn't fit. And I presumed, I thought to myself, I can't judge Mason's team on that because Kane wasn't there. So mm. I thought to myself, when Kane comes back, I think he will play Son and Moore and play free in midfield. I didn't think that Bale was nailed on. And I, I, because of that and that belief, I took that into the cup final and the cup final team sheet just confirmed that. And that was a mistake, total mistake. What I should have, when I look back and only what you say there as about, well, he didn't play in the Carabao Cup final because of City, but also Mason is trying to win fans round, right? He's trying to get, play attacking football and win the support of the supporters and the players. There's no better way of doing that than playing yeah, Gareth So yeah. I, it's the mistake. I should have considered that and I didn't. So that's my point. It's like, you can, if you like, just go, oh, I missed his points. Oh, so what? Move on. Or you can do what we do and go, right. We got to, oh, you're only saying this sure because he got a hat trick. You wouldn't again. be saying this if he blanked and all that kind of stuff. But he, yeah. didn't, he didn't blank. No, he that's around the pitch. Uh, we've got one here, Buna. I'm conscious, obviously, because I know, Buna, there'll be a lot of questions that'll have been mm -hmm. rifling through the chat. It's like the Matrix here. I'm sitting, you know, can see it going before you just go, Before you go on to that question, I just yeah. wanted to check with Mark. So, Mark, obviously, you go through that analysis stage whether you know decisions um worked or not worked what do you then how do you then adapt that decision or the outcome kind of moving forward you just you just make sure you you log that and you mm. record the fact that how that happened and what led to that you missing that player and and but how can you, you use that moving forward though because it's well, a complete you, different situation isn't I, it i'm going to be referring to it last i'm going to remember these incidents last season like so 
you know, I made up my mind too quickly on Mason's first 11, thinking I knew what his best 11 was. Mm. And I shouldn't have done. And I said this in the show. I said, we don't know Mason's team yet. We don't know how they're going to play. And so we're risking going in on Son and Kane captain without really knowing what we're going to get. So that's a risk. But I did think I knew he wouldn't... I thought he wouldn't pick Bale. I thought he was going to use Bale the same way Marino would, as in an impact sub Mm. at most. But of course I got that wrong. And so... What I'm telling myself there is I've got to make sure I don't jump to conclusions when new managers comes in about what their first level. Look at Tuchel, for example, right? We still don't really know about his rotation policy at all. I got that wrong as well. I thought Alonso would start over for this game, Mm. right? I was convinced that he wouldn't play Chilwell in four consecutive matches. But obviously, Tuchel thinks the gap between Chilwell and Alonso is so big. I told you he was about that he has to risk it. So that's a mistake. I warned you. Yeah, you warned me. But (laughs) it's better it's better that I go, yeah, hands up, I got that wrong. I completely thought I'd read Tukel and his rotation policy and thought I convinced myself I could read it when actually I got it wrong. So again, that I've got to take that into next season. When a new manager comes in, you probably need a long time before you can make assumptions like that. Mm. And I didn't give it long enough. I Now I know, like anyone considering Lonzo now, go, no chance. Look, he didn't play in that game. He's no. And I, yeah, he played the Fulham game, which is the first game that I held him for. And he hit the post twice and he was unlucky not to get points. So I was looking ahead to the Brighton game and going, well, you know, he should, was it Brighton? But, well, you yeah, know, the game on the weekend and thinking he would play that one. Um, yeah, it was Brighton. But yeah, it was, it, it wasn't to be, was it? So, Again, it's it's just acknowledging your mistakes and seeing how you can prevent yourself from going there again is important, I think. Yeah, and I, I think I, I mentioned it there at the introduction. I know that you, the two of you had kind of locked heads, not locked heads, locked heads, that sounds wrong, but got together halfway through the season. What's went well? What hasn't went well? Where can we learn? Where can we improve? Even though within your own right, as Buna mentioned, you're obviously both stellar managers as it is always looking to keep improving and that's a surefired way of doing it is you know noting and all the rest of it the, the, the kind of there's two questions that we've got left i suppose and then we'll dive back through i know buna you got inundated hey <laughs> i saw your inbox so i know you've already got someone in the back burner and i would imagine the chat's going nuts as well so we appreciate your mm-hmm. time this evening it was mentioned on the show with andy and i want to kind of bring it to you guys as well because of obviously how popular the two of you are um, both in and around the Twitter sphere, but also obviously black box, quite rightly. What do you make a team cloning? And the reason that I'm asking that is because I know factually that someone I know personally, so it's not Twitter sphere, it's in real life, if you want to call it real life, um, basically sat and watched Andy's stream and has copied his team game week for game week. And I know that he's going to hit me at the end of the season with, look how good my rank is, when I've sat and watched him doing it basically week in, week out. Now, I know it's hard for you guys, you know, as content creators, because that's half the, you know, you know the public want to see what you're getting up to, what what dilemmas you are facing week in, week out. There's no, is there a way around it? You know, what do you do about it? Or do you just kind of shrug it off and it is what it is? You know, you can't prevent it. I mean, my, my first thought is I, I don't know how it's possible. Because, unless, you know, if you're making transfers at the start of the week and you're, and you're not telling people 
that you're doing them, you're missing out on price rises. If you're not, if you're making moves at the end of the week, which are different. I mean, you know, Mark and I do black box on, on the Thursday. Yeah. And then by the Saturday, we both come up with completely different things that we don't, often yeah. don't share before, before the deadline. So I'm amazed that it's even possible to do like for like every week. I mean, the kind of the, the ethical side of it and the why even bother playing the game that stuff is, is, yeah. is, is, is fairly obvious, isn't it? Like why, you know, if all you care about is winning a mini league, then it probably does make sense to copy someone like Andy because yeah. he's probably going to do a better job than you are because he spends so much time doing it. But if, you know, I mean, you know, if, if you're in a mini league with a load of people and the, and the top prize is a thousand pounds or something like that, then, you know, ethically, like yeah. obviously not right, but I can see the logic of doing it yeah. because you all you want to do is, is win that money, right? Mm. But for people who actually like play FPL, then obviously it's, it's just, it's copy. And like for me, like if someone copied me, Every week, bloody good luck to you. You end up <laughs> million in the world after <laughs> fifteen weeks, and be like, "What the hell did I, yeah. I go down this path?" So you just copy um, people's mistakes, right? It's talking talking of um, winning leagues, we've got Tom in the chat. Uh, you might have seen his question. Uh, he, he asks, um, <laughs> "Does Az think um, I'll take the Belushi's league he's trophy?" Top, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> position to be in. <laughs> mm. Right, the final question from us too. I uh, just want to say thank you very much for getting to know you a little bit better in the chat are already appreciating it. I've seen a right good few comments coming through, Mark. Uh, thank you very much, Mark, for being so open and honest, uh, you know, as you were right at the beginning. Uh, the chat, I appreciate I do that. too, you know. I know that, and oh, that's yeah. oh, it's a chance. <laughs> uh, and obviously, to add as well, you know, you know, just being honest and just being straight, and that's why Buna and I and Matt got. Oh, together. we haven't, we haven't heard, you haven't heard the full um, honesty yet. Mark, Mark's got a piece coming. Oh Mark yeah, yeah. On, oh no, we'll get there. So for the final question, uh, I'll come to you first, as, and then we'll get Mark's answer. Okay, but you need to put yourself in the situation. So it's the final seconds of a Champions League final. You're through on goal, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper as. You're just about to lace the ball with your boot when out the corner of your eye you see your strike partner there. Now you know he's not going to miss, surely, because he's got an open goal. The keeper's one-on-one -on -one with you as. However, it's you that's got the ball at your feet. What are you doing? Are you smashing it or are you passing it? I'm, uh, I'm passing it. Ah, there. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm passing it. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to be the guy who's all about the glory and, and wants to take that chance. But if you've got the opportunity to pass it to an open goal, I mean, I'm still not over Kane and Sterling in <laughs> yeah. the in the in the World Cup. You know, mm -hmm. he, he squares that ball and we go through to the final. So I don't want to be like that. So yeah, I'm passing it. No, thank you very much for that, As and Mark. You know. For yourself, what would you be doing in that? Would you be the same? shooting? Don't even, don't no, even. No, I, 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 I see loads of loads of missed chances where I think, God, if the player had actually squared that, if he'd have had the vision to see that player rushing in, the credit he would have got for spotting that incredible pass, that layoff, yeah, would have been amazing. And you see, you see it quite often, like a guy through, you know, not one on one, but he's got teammates in the centre and he shoots on the near post, and you just think. Yeah, the, the amazing skill it would have been just to know your teammate is running in and lay it off them perfectly to roll it in. The satisfaction of that goal would have been greater than the, yeah. the gain for that individual. But it's, it's, it's so hard. I, I'd have looked to pass it, yeah, in a, in a, with a no-look pass, though, just so I get credit for that. Oh, well. right, yeah, yeah. I'm all about the ego, of course. Yeah. So. The, Bobby, the Bobby Firmino, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much for, you, uh, for that. Buna, what's been happening? 
What questions well, I just have you? Thought, um, I just thought we'd um, hand it over to Mark to tell us um, a little bit about something that he's been working on alongside Jani and Ed um, regarding um, the summer. Mark, over to yeah. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we announced details today of Fest uh, on the 13th of August. And uh, yeah, it could have gone better, couldn't it? We, Good got reception, it yeah. we, we got it wrong. We got it wrong with the with the VIP thing. And um yeah, I really regret that now. I, and, and I regret not, not it was, when looking back, it's just obvious. It's not what we set out to do. We want to bring people together and, and take things up a level uh, with this event, not to, not to separate people out. But we genuinely thought right, that if we get, say we get 500 people there, we genuinely thought on the deadline day, there will be people who want to talk to people like General, Andy, myself about their team, as even as uh, Thanks, about Mike. their team, <laughs> about their team, right? Because there'll be hours, there'll be a few hours to go, right? And what we didn't want is people just hovering around General, you know, waiting, waiting for him to break conversation and going, "Oh, mate, would you mind looking at my team?" Which I think can would happen, right? And mm. when we don't want the content guys to not turn up because they don't want an evening being house because it's a public event it's not just that's the thing it's not just about the twitter community it's not an event for the twitter community it's an event for any fbl manager can come and buy a ticket right so we are going to get people who listen to general's podcast listen to at black box listen to andy who want to meet them and also ask their advice right and there'll be a guy there wanting to copy andy's team probably right so <laughs> basically we oh, were thinking it. well the best way of circumventing that is to give people who really want that the opportunity to do it. And that was the idea of the early access. We should have called it early access. Why we called it VIP. None of no, none of us three spotted that. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then, yeah, I know the price was 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 uh, was an increase on the on the general admission. But, you know, we were going to use that to make that experience, that VIP experience, really special. Hmm. And we had ideas how we were going to do that. And obviously, the reaction today means that we're not going to do that now. We've we've completely cut that out, and uh, we won't we won't be doing that. And we hands up, we made a mistake there, and I really regret it. And I think just 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 quickly, Mark. I think what's really pissed me off today, and and you know, ever since this fest thing gets launched, I mean, you know, I think you know, there's there's, there's two sides of things. There's one side of thing with fest, which is is this going to work? What exactly mm. is it going to like if I pay, what does my money get me? You know, is it worth the money? That's one question, and I think that's a good question. And people are a bit confused as to what exactly the event's going to entail because it's kind of evolving, right? As you as you do it, that's one thing. But the people that come out and are saying that this is all a money grabbing thing, and this is all about making money and, and business and all that, you know, I know you. I've known you for years. Like you wouldn't be involved in this project if it was something like that. I know Gianni from from Scout. I don't know Ed too well, but I know that this whole thing is about getting people together in a space where they can have fun and meet people and chat. And when, when I read the comments on Twitter from people saying that you're doing it out of greed and just to pocket some money, like you said to us earlier, how much are you going to make? 500 quid? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't intend to make any money from it whatsoever. This is the thing that's so ridiculous about it. The intentions are good. You wear your heart and your sleep about mm. these things. The idea of the thing is is for people to have a laugh and people are so anti this kind of stuff as soon as money's involved i mean look at look at patreon and the, you know about this but as soon as money gets involved people think immediately yeah, you're selling I, I out or you're doing all this stuff and it's it's i don't think it's fair at all especially not in this in this case the thing no. is, and it goes back to what happened on scout there comes a point where to make things to take things up a level to go beyond where the community where where 
channels are now, where podcasts are now, where websites are now. You have to take that leap of faith and go, we're going to have to charge for this step. But by doing that, we're going to make it better. And the whole, we're going to take people with us, right? So when Scout launched and we became a bit, it wasn't intended to be what it is, but it became a business and the members there are now. Now, look, we've got other sites out there as well, Fix and Hub, who are professional outfits who are hiring people, full-time employers to work in fancy football, right? Yeah. So that moved things on, right, to another level, right? And just like people are saying today, well, we can just meet in the pub for free. Yeah, absolutely. And I've done that for years, right? Going back 25 years, that's what I absolutely did. I just think when I saw this idea come up and when when Ed put it out there, he was thinking about it, I think this is an opportunity to take the community up a level, right? We can. I think we're big enough and there's enough people in the community so passionate about fancy football that we deserve to have an annual event where everyone meets once a year, gets together, and we know we're going to that, right? We know we're going to that event. I've worked in the games industry for years, and we have many, many events where when we go to these events, we know we're going to meet our colleagues and our peers, our former colleagues, people we know on Twitter, people we know from doing streams of them. We know they're always going to be at these events right, throughout the year. I want that for the FPL community, yeah. and that's what I wanted to do. To do that, you need to take it up a level. You can't just go, it's going to be free and it's going to be in a pub. Because do we want to stay there? Maybe we do. And this is what I said to Ed today. Maybe I've done the wrong thing. Maybe the community aren't ready for this. Maybe we just want to get together in the pubs with our mates and leave it like that. Maybe but you, can't have, you can't have a couple of I... people in a pub. No, I know you can't. Not everyone can come, commit. right? You have no, to I know exactly. Like this. I know. So I, I felt it was the time to go, right, let's try and do this. And so we're, we're, we're putting an admission charge because we want to deliver something which goes beyond what you get by meeting your mates in a pub. Mm -hmm. And we've got ideas on how to do that. Of course, we're not throwing it all out there on day one, yeah. but yeah. we've got ideas. And this isn't even the first event. This is the party. This is the get-together. This is the, the first event to say, hey, are you behind us? What do you think about this idea and this idea? And we want to go on from that right, and grow it. But if the community reacts badly to this, and doesn't support it fair enough maybe i'm doing the wrong thing back in this i'm in this to lend myself to it because i think you know i can help it become a success mm. i'm making no gain from it whatsoever I, i'm a director in the company i don't expect to make a penny out of it i'm doing it because i think it's a good idea and i think it can, i can help it grow because of the what i've become in the community i've got a reputation for what i did with scout i, I want to use that to help the community grow a bit more but maybe i've got it wrong maybe the community don't want it maybe i'm I'm being Mr. Corporate again. You, you really don't need to justify yourself no. at the end of the day, Mark. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, the, the communities since day one had an issue with people, whether intentionally or not, monetizing anything, whether that be yeah. content or stuff yeah. like and this. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I but mean, we can't move forward no. with people doing it as a hobby. We'll always be like this, but maybe there's nothing wrong with that. But I think in five years' time, this could be an amazing event that hundreds and hundreds of people go to to yeah. share their experiences in FBL and Sky Game and whatever game they're playing, right? It could be amazing, but we have to take that first step. And I'll take yeah. some flack in order to do that, but I ain't going to take the abuse like I got today because I'm not. I'm doing. You don't need to. You're always going to have. You're always going to have people that don't like it at the end of the day. Yeah, sure. And trust me, I've been. Uh, there's there's a fair few in the community that don't like me at the end of the day. Really? There's always, every, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. 
Shut up, Paz. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you're going to have that, mate. It is what it is. Like, yeah. people are going to cry. Um, but I think the vast majority... Look, the main thing is you made, you, you've, made you know, responded to that within within hours. Yeah, and we fucked it up. I'm, I'm being honest, we fucked it up. And I, I really um, regret it massively. I don't know what went wrong. I don't, we, we've been meeting. We've been having meeting after meeting. We've discussed it. Eddie's worked so hard. I mean, right? Johnny and, and I, Eddie even got locked in a room, didn't they? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> The three of us have got together and Johnny's worked on the materials, putting everything together. Yeah. We, we've had so many ideas come together and we've just missed this detail of the VIP thing, which was wrong and the money was wrong, right? That amount was wrong. And we discussed it over and over and over. And now in hindsight, it's easy to see the mistake and, and, and it's hard, you know, it's, I can't justify it. We shouldn't have done it. We had, all I can say is we had ideas where the, the the fee and the would have grown and people would have gone actually that looks a good it. deal now yeah. because you were going to give someone an experience that was worth the money it yeah. just didn't, yeah. it just didn't come across like that in the communication no, so I that's, know. How, that's how I see it mm -hmm. yeah, the idea was of, good we're all equally all to blame for that right yeah like yeah we've all got to take the blame for that and we put our hands up and we've retracted it immediately and we've gone out there and done it I don't want that to break the idea I don't want that to kill the idea here and now right but I can tell you now I'm not going to take what I got today nah. on a regular basis because because I'm not making anything from it. I don't think I will gain anything. And yet I will invest a lot of time in this eventually. It's hard for me this year because my day job is difficult. And I'm, I've said to Ed, I can't invest as much as I want to. But if this grows, Definitely. I will invest a lot of my time and passion into it and make it a success. And I hope if we do do that, the community will look back and go, well, thanks for doing that because it's a great thing we look forward to every year. Yeah. But maybe, like I say, I've got it completely wrong. And it's not wanted, not needed, or not even wanted. I don't know. We'll see. Truthful. I mean, that. that's the thing, though, Mark. Like what you say, taking it up a notch, and I think as you mentioned it as well, meeting together in a pub's one thing, 30, 40 people, something like yeah. that. Like, that's I, great. But I love that. to go up a notch, you have to go the route that you were talking about. Well, like potentially down the route that you're talking about. You know, a bigger venue. That's not to say that you can't, have a drink in that venue potentially you know so you're just in a bigger area that's what it yeah. is you know um so like the comments even just coming in the now mark i don't know if you've caught any of them andy max in yeah. there you're doing a great thing mark don't be disheartened by a few negative comments you corrected the vip thing but it's a thing for the community to come together face to face and that's the point uh i'm up in scotland i've already spoke to buna about it i'm more than happy to come down do you know I, you know that's I would be putting money into that to come down because that's something that I want to be involved in. And that's just me up here in Scotland. General's only 20 minutes from me. I'm pretty certain he'd be there. You know, FPL Salah's another half an hour up the road from me. He'd probably be coming down. So that's the type of thing I can see it working. Other comments that have come in, FPL Saffer, who you might be aware of. I'm not quite sure. He was quite high up there. I wish, Mark, there was an event like this in South Africa. So, it's well, just, we, so we could take it global, year. Mark. Exactly. We we'll spoke about that. We spoke about we could launch one in Scandinavia and India and America because we know the communities are massive there, right? And they're growing all the time. South Africa has had a winner, hasn't it? So, yeah. it's like we know there's there's potential that people will want this elsewhere. Um, and I, you know, I I don't I I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, when when we did the TV show, who would have thought? that there will be a TV show dedicated to FBL. And there's people on Twitter going, we don't, we don't need this. What has this game become? It's got a bloody TV show, for Christ's sake, going out to 8 million people worldwide. That It's not small, is it? It's not. No. We deserve a year annual event where we get together, and it's a proper big annual event. 
not held in the king's arms down the road. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think we're big enough where we can support something something like this. It's kind of just like it's got its own TV show. No one would I have just, predicted that. I just want to read a few more comments out, Mark, yeah. just to really um, show you that you know those that aren't on Twitter with their negativity, that isn't the be all and end all. We've got Matthew Allen in the chat saying the festival will be great. It will become Glastonbury of FPL. Adnan, Adnan from our, um, our WhatsApp group um, as saying, um, I'd fly from Slovenia. That's how much I like the idea. And we've got Chris Irvine saying, I'll be buying a ticket even if I can't make it on the day. So, mate, honestly, the idea is fantastic. Yeah. And, and I think once it kind of takes off and we actually do it, mm. uh, I think, you know, that will then drive the masses for yeah, future I, events. I, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And I don't, I don't know what I have to do to convince people I'm not doing it because I'm grabbing money. I mean, I've done like, you know, everything I'm doing with Az and everything I've invested in with Az with Black Box, I'm doing it for the love of it, right? You bought and, me this you know, mic. Yeah, I bought him his bloody mic. I have to, I have to, I, you know, I stick with Ad for he free. So, I have to... He was so sick of my sound quality. I know. <laughs> I bought it out of my own money. Like, you know, I'm not, it's crazy. And so when I see things like that, it really hurts me because that, one of the reasons I had to get out of Scout, because dealing with the anxiety and stress that that caused me mm. was too much. And I don't want that again for something that, I mean, that was a business that was successful. And yes, I was making money out of that because it was successful and I bloody deserved to, right? This, mm. I'm not even going into it to make money. So I'm not going to take it for this. So, Don't entertain yeah. it, Mark. Do not yeah, entertain no, it. No, no, no. You, you entertained it a little bit today and it just was not it. worth it, mate. Cool. It wasn't worth it. You're going to get know, that negativity. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's just uh, people, I know I know it's on purpose and I know it's to get a reaction. Of course, we all know that, right? But I, I do take it to heart because I am invested passionately mm. in, invested in what i do in this community and i do it for, for the love of being part of it and i want to i want this event to be successful and the events to be successful because i want to look back at it and go light scout that's another thing i'm proud of being part of mm -hmm. that's it yeah i mean that's the uh, jones bolt there again sums up the times the time that all you guys put in uh to making content creating content uh, content honestly doesn't go unnoticed I know that it will be tough to balance with other things in your life. And that's kind of like what we were like, Buna, at the start. Uh, yourself, myself and Matt. We always said right from the start, you know, work, home life, friends, that type of stuff. That comes first before any kind of stream. So we can't do it for whatever reason. It's not happening, you know. Um, but we can clearly see the passion going in behind it. it do you know, it reminds me kind of like the, the golf show. Uh, which is all over the place, you know what I mean? That's worldwide kind of idea, especially, well, in Europe, definitely, but I'm pretty sure it's done uh, further afield than that as well. And that's kind of what this reminds me of. Like what you say, there's plenty of countries that could get touched, you know, Mate, with that at the end of, of the day, At the end of the day, I, I don't mince my, word, my words, right? Um, no one's obliged or is being forced to attend. If you don't like it, don't fucking attend and stop spouting your bullshit negativity because no one needs to hear it. And the thing is, um, well, you know what will happen, Boona, because it always happens, right? So we go ahead with this event. There's 500 people there just for argument's sake, right? And I guarantee you, all, all of us that are here the now, anyone in the chat that can make it and everybody else that we've been talking about, your generals, your salas, you know, late risers, for example, etc., etc., etc. That was all they're going to see on Twitter. How good it is, how great it is. Then you'll get a whole other raft of people wish I could have came, missed it out, I can't wait to next year, and it'll just grow and grow and grow. Momentum. Yeah, I, I, so, I hope so. 
I hope so. And, and you know, that's what I want it to become. Um, and I expected some scrutiny from doing it, right? I knew by putting my name on it, there would be some scrutiny of that. But mm. like I said, there's, there's no motivation other than trying to help something, trying to help an idea become what it could become. Yeah. And, you know, you can, and that's how I got Ed. It was something I talked about with Chris about doing with Scout because we used to do the Scout camp every year, which was the contributors to the website. And we used to get a pub, old school style, hire a pub downstairs, put your 50 of us, put a card behind the bar, and we used to drink and talk fancy football. We talked yeah. about the business. We also talked about, you know, generally about the FPL game. And, you know, that we, we had a good time doing that, right? But we always said, what if we opened this up to the public? And Chris and I were talking about doing it, but we just never got around to doing it. Mm. And then when Ed put about what about the idea of doing the fest? I jumped on it and I thought, yeah, this is it. This is what I always wanted to do. So I'm going to lend myself to it and see if I can help it come along. That's it. That's all yeah. I, that's all that's fine. I haven't sat there gone, right, I made a load of money on Scout. How can I make my next fortune? It's utter nonsense. Yeah. Like, it's just not what I do. It's about bringing the community together. Like yeah. even, um, you might remember as well, I met you at the one of the Fantasy Football Scout charity football tournaments that yeah, we did. Yeah, you were right? bloody good. Um, I remember I, you, yeah. Oh, you didn't play on a tournament, Boona. Yeah, yeah, I was. I don't, yeah, I don't brag about it, but um, yeah, 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 it's, it's, yeah, yeah, I'm good at something. Good, as oh, he's he's always going to remember you saying that to him now, Mark. Yeah, let's just get, let's just get clipped. Someone clip that. Yeah, Someone exactly. Clip that. Um, <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, that's again, that's something that could come out of this. This isn't necessarily, you know, everyone on a lash. Like, there's going to be community events like this, I presume. You know. Yeah, so. well, this is it, and we want it to be like we want an award show, perhaps. You know, community awards and stuff like that. Oh, Football matches, like we said. I mean, I met you on that day. What was I doing? I sat there, I stood on the touchline watching the matches. Mate, we were talking about, do you remember, I, I, I said to you, oh, Captain Mares, and he fucking blanked that day. It was a joke. Yeah, I remember so, that very well. <laughs> but all of that was just for the love of meeting other yeah, FPL yeah. managers. It's brilliant. And, and, and I don't, I think people just don't believe that there are people out there motivated by the love of FPL to do that, right? They just think, well, they've got to be in it for something. They've got to be on the make. They've got to be on the take for something. And it's like, and obviously, when you put a price on something, it's it's clearer, right? You can accuse people of that far more easily. Mm. But I don't know why. I, I mean, bloody hell. I tell you what, I'll meet these guys and go through my bloody receipts if I have to, and I'll show them I'm not making any money from it. It's, because it's, you know, I, I, I want it to do well. And to do well, I think I can help it get there, right? But... I'm he not says get with involved. his new RGB lights, his yeah. microphone, his setup. <laughs> yeah, but it's all my money, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course it is, Mark. Mark, can you give me some new curtains, please? Yeah, I, you need some. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, you, mate. Yeah. If you're on, you on my podcast, I'd make sure you change your decor. But like, like, I might create a new Patreon, £50 entry tier. What do you think? Kitchen table oh, yeah, don't start that. Bare, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you want some little figures on those shelves behind you. I, it, 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 it's just, it's just, I just, you know, I expected scrutiny, but you know, I, I, I've, I've had a, I've had a bad time of it today, and I, I do hope that it doesn't go on because I want to stay part of this. I want yeah. it to be a success with me on board, and I'm not you saying it needs me. But... On board, you've adapted, mate. We move on, um, yeah, and if there's any more negativity, just don't entertain it. To be honest, those that will, those that want to attend, will attend, and that's yeah. all that matters. It's like I, I work for a software company, right? And we talk about those companies that are difficult from the start we probably don't want them as customers anyway it's the same thing that applies those that kind of give you that grief at the start you probably don't really want to mingle with them anyway because they're not really that interested so it is yeah. what it is we oh, move yeah. on yeah it's fair enough yeah I, I i don't expect everyone to like our ideas or like me or you know as a person necessarily i don't expect that 
but you know at the same time it's wearing when it's already put you through quite a lot on your previous business you know i went through mm -hmm. quite a lot then joe came in to help me if you speak to joe about what i went through joe was brilliant he came in as a community manager and he really helped me loads if he hadn't come in when he did i don't know what had happened to me mentally at that time mm. and if i see myself going that way again with this i just can't do it so nah. we'll see you've got the support of us and i know looking at the chat the chat is certainly behind you uh, as well mark so you know positivity Perfect. Positive. Question we didn't ask. Let's let's go back to FPL. Let's um forget about this um negativity. Let's let's bring some positivity back. And what we really want to do is understand a bit more about both of your playing styles. Um, before we do that though, just a bit of a time check. I don't want to go on far too long. What time? <laughs> yeah. How long have you got left? Yeah, I'll talk about my family and then I don't see them all leaving. I, I reckon at least another <laughs> half an hour will be good for us. Fine. Is that, is that, that right? Right with you? When I get, when I get uh, back in the house, I'll weather the storm. I got to about <laughs> half past. Yeah, we'll start with you as um, I've actually forgot the question, but whatever I just said, Play then stars. yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I saw my window out. I'm getting blinded by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like me. I had to completely you see if you had the these curtains, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's dear. a good I'd forgotten you in that match actually, but now it's all coming back to me. You were a very, very good player. Have you played at a certain level? No, no, no. I, just, I just play socially to be honest oh. um but yes yeah that was i peaked at that tournament though because i played in the two following <laughs> i was atrocious oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay well that yeah, as, yeah that just seems to be in the perfect position for you doesn't it yeah. that, that the, one bit move the blinds around no Nothing. I, the, the irony that i need booner's curtains is not lost <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just them. i should move over this way a bit there you go <laughs> mm -hmm. Aye, so Buna, what were you, what were you asking there, pal? Sorry, just asking um, as and Mark really um, what their playing style is when it comes to ah, FPL. Go okay. to, to as first. Play style, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm not going to go into another rant about EO and please do. Oh, oh no, 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 that's a whole topic we need to talk about. That, by the way, before we do mentioned. that though, that was before we do that, a massive, massive shout out to Ragaboli because I think the work that he's oh. done on that website, yeah is phenomenal and i think he's actually believe it or not had some stick for it as well that's how poisonous the fpl twitter community can be but um yeah phenomenal um but yeah uh, effective ownership playing style let's talk all about it please well, as. We, we as we like to say eo is an exciting opportunity mm. that's what we see eo as unless you're mark <laughs> I, I i think you can use it positively i don't think it always has to be horrible i i it does play on your mind, doesn't it, when you're making decisions? Like, I don't think the Kane captaincy this week was down to EO. I think it's just no, that's, that's blindingly exactly. obvious you go Kane captain, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I mean, in ter in terms of my play style, I like to I like to back myself. That, that's that, that's always that's always been the way I like to play. And, and the, the season when I did best was a season where yeah. I think I I just started on the scout. I think it was my first proper year of, of doing the scout cast. And it was the year when whatever I said on the Scoutcast, I would do, and it's and it's my best and it's my best season. Whereas now, top one K wasn't it? Yeah, eight eight hundred and seventeen. But mm. now I'm more um, kind of you know I, I say something. I'm not as afraid of going against it in some ways because I felt on that first season that I'd say it, and if I did something different, everyone would be like, "Oh, as he's saying, he's going to captain Kane and he's captain Salah. What's he, what's he talking about?" Um, and it's it's weird though because that. The amount of times that we, that Mark and I do black box, the amount of times throughout this season, that if I'd stuck with my initial thoughts, 
all the stuff that I'd really researched and not made these last minute changes and captaincies and, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes you do get swayed by what other people are doing and what people are saying and stuff. And it's, it happens a lot when, when you post your team on Twitter mm. and you get 13 comments of saying, well, why have you benched Sufau this week? He's playing Brighton at home. It's a stupid thing. And it's like, oh, I didn't even thought about that. I just, I assume that was the logical thing to do. And then you change it. I would say 90% of the time it's, it's the wrong option, you know? Mm. And I think, I think using using Twitter and and I'm guilty of it because I do it all the time. I, I post a poll and I say who should I play out of these three players and and I go with it and stuff. And Twitter's amazing and everyone's got ideas and stuff. But at the end of the day, especially for someone who's inv as involved in FPL as I am, looking at stats, watching matches and stuff, what's the point of asking other people what they're gonna do? Because I'll tell you why. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch or listen. We to know it. why. It's because when it goes wrong, you've got somebody else you can blame and you don't yeah. look at yourself. Exactly. That's why. I, I hate it's people who do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it me off. There's so many people that do that on Twitter. And yeah. I, I know so many content creators that get shit for that as well in their DMs. It's ridiculous. People exactly. need to own their decisions. If you haven't yeah. got the balls to make your own decisions, then don't what, give other people that's, shit. That's what it's all about to me. It's all about it's all about playing in a way which lets me own lets me own my own lets me own my own decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, going for a player and, and getting and getting slated for it, I, I have no problem with. Yeah. Or going against a player who everyone's bringing in. I always remember Willian years ago. I mean, he was he was bought in by pretty much every single person on Twitter because I think Chelsea had a good run and mm. he was playing in the team. And I just didn't feel anything towards him. I just, I'd been watching matches. I was looking at the stats and I just couldn't understand why this guy was getting as much traction um, mm. as he was. And, and I, I just completely ignored it. And, and I just remember that being a, a real key moment of my of my season. And of course you get times when you might ignore it and it and it goes against you and William goes and scores a hat-trick in the next game and all that. But at least you've done it in with your own knowledge and your own like backing yourself to, yeah. to make that decision. And if you don't it's do that... It's the same thing as like people copying people's teams, isn't it, really, though, isn't it? It's the yeah. same thing. I think the thing is, though, like what you're saying there as... Um... Like it's it is annoying, and that is the Twitter sphere. But like, I can't remember who it was, Buna. But we had—I don't know if it was a Raptor. I can't remember. But we had a, one of the guests came on, and what he was saying was basically, if you you've got like the, you know, your whole EO debate and all the rest of it. G Wiz would tell you just play with your gut. You know, go with what your gut says. The thing with Twitter is, is that it's like such a small bubble, really, in comparison of the what is it? And I know there's not seven, eight million people actually playing it. It might be nearer, I don't know, what we think in four million, maybe three or four million. Probably, probably you less. know, because a lot of people, you know, do away with it and all the rest of it. But even then, with Twitter, that's probably just a percent, like a, a what half a percent, a percent of the actual rest of the people that are playing. And then who was it? I, I can't remember Buna who it was we had on. Basically, one FPL never had Salah in his team the whole season, and Salah was the top, yeah. was the top point getter that season. So who was that, that to me is oh. the proof in the pudding right there. That was the Everton fan, wasn't it? Well, so, yeah, some, he had no Liverpool players. Yeah, in, in, in and, his team and Crabtree, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So, yeah, but I, I do agree, though, uh, as it is. Twitter's such a thing for me that I'm trying my hardest to kind of not let it influence my decisions. It, right? But you, yeah, no, I'm the same. I love, yeah. I, love I love talking to people. I love all the different like opinions people have got. I like listening to different podcasts. All of that is is stuff. But when it comes down to it, when you're, when you're making those transfers on that team select screen, they've got to come from you. Yeah, mm. exactly. And that's yeah. the thing, like, you know, because Twitter will steer you like sheep. 
you know, to go down one path. Easily done. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Boona. No, 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 no. There was nothing from me. Um, conscious of time, uh, we won't go on too much longer. But one, what would you say? One key takeaway for both of you from this season going into next season, uh, starting with you, Mark. If there was one thing that you'd kind of take, good or bad, <laughs> something that's maybe done, gone, worked well for you, or maybe not worked as well, and you'd kind of alter your game. That's really hard. I, I think what I want to just keep doing though is, is, is log my thought process going into every game week and and mm -hmm. and, and make uh, you know continue to i'm going to do it in a different form i might well do it with video where i kind of speak to camera about what i'm thinking at a particular time why i'm making that certain transfer at the moment i'm kind of writing stuff down and going right you know on a, on a saturday That's morning or friday night yeah. what what i'm thinking about that why i'm making that transfer because then mm. you can look back at it and if it goes wrong you can go right okay well what was was there anything wrong with the thought process the thing is like you can't judge a decision on the output necessarily if it's a sound decision what happens over the course of 90 minutes can be it's so there's so much variance you can't beat yourself up about it mm. but i think if you've got what you've got to get right is is why you made a certain decision and yeah, I mean, that's what black box is all about right it's about analyzing that and and coming up with a way of of improving based on what you've done in the past. And so next season, I'm going to take that up a level and probably will record some of my thoughts and videos. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, I'll do a Patreon first and charge for it, so I'm not stupid. <laughs> I was just going to say, can I get the, the early joining link if that's all right? As I can see, I can see you setting up a, a like a black box TikTok, you know, mm. and get, get in there, start fleeting. What's the new social thing on Twitter now that you can actually do the videos and oh, get like yeah. a like a room or whatever it is? Spaces, yeah, spaces, yeah. That'll be. Do you know? Do you know what? I actually, I actually messaged Mark a few weeks ago and said I'm going to break FPL TikTok, not break it in like a Kim Kardashian way, but okay. like break it, break, break in, break into it, you know. But then I realised that I don't have any ideas to actually do it, but it's on my, it's on my list. It's on the, have a word with the to do list. It is. It have is a word with FPL graduates, mate. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as young as I used to be. I, don't know. I look at TikTok and I think, what the hell is going on on this? Yeah, no, I <laughs> I've only just got used to Twitter as I couldn't go TikTok. No. Yeah, you're way. You're way behind, Mark. I'm 42. I'm getting there. I still can't figure out the camera situation, but we'll get there, Buna. Don't worry about that. <laughs> a random question, but um, are you still in contact with um, Granville, Mark? Yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah. I miss those days when Granville used to come on FF Scout because I thought the camaraderie between you two in particular was brilliant. I know you had him on earlier this season as well. Yeah. And he played, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's we'll, having a great season as well. We should we'll get him get, on again. We'll get him back. We should we'll get him get on again at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just, he had a very, he only got 18 points this, this game. Be perfect so. this week. Yeah, really yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so he was on Twitter, I noticed, saying, oh, can we all get two points for our players that didn't play? I was like, you know, nice idea, but, you know, it, yeah, he's had, he's he had a tough game week, but he's had a much better season. So hopefully, yeah. you know, that continues for him. I wish him well. I see, I don't see him often because obviously we can't see anyone in person at the moment. But mm. when when I'm when I'm back at work, I will see him often, and and, and we'll talk about FBL when we cross out when our paths cross and stuff. And yeah, I miss those old days, those innocent old days where we got together in the studio and just recorded a scout cast with five minutes preparation. It was chaotic but fun, right? um things have moved on now you know there's so many podcasts and streams and stuff like that things are more professional in a way and things have grown right from that so i can look back to those days but at the same time you know i'm enjoying how that's evolved to to what i'm doing now with, with as on black box and we'll have we'll have granville on again we'll we'll, we'll have him on to start moaning and griping 
Brilliant. You've led perfectly onto another question then, Mark, about podcasts. Is there a go-to that you listen to outside of the typical your own stuff and, and FF Scout on a weekly basis or not really? Yeah, yeah, loads. Um, so it depends. I mean, I think there's a, there's always like a podcast for, for your mood, isn't there? Um, yeah, I, I like sure. the fact that always cheating comes first because it kind of eases you into the new game week in a really kind of gentle way. It's not really kind of hits you with loads of data it's more about the personalities and the relationship between josh and brandon there and i and i love it right? i love listening to that one first because it, it's just a gentle introduction to the new game like i say and and then you know there's others i mean the planet fbl stuff what of their 25 podcasts in a week do you listen to right uh, so yeah. i always try and get some of their content who got the assist because they they do a lot of data stuff so i listen to theirs uh, surgery i listen to theirs it's not it's not the same ones every week the the only ones i listen to every week i would say is i listen to always cheating every week and i listen to something from from surgeon james every week whatever that Great is content from surgeon james yeah, isn't it? yeah. So, and I, I i you know i think those two work really well together um and and they've got that kind of that x factor between they feed off each other really well and um so I, wa I watch one of theirs every week, at least one. Um, but there's others I pick up. I mean, generals I pick up every other week sometimes, depending on... I often listen to generals because I want to know what he's up to because I want to spy on him. And, yeah, it's useful. <laughs> People who are, who are players that I admire and, 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 and you know, want to track... I want to listen to their content, right? So generals is... Well, you've, just, you've just crawled ahead of Andy now as well. So I imagine you, you know, listen to him a little bit or just see what he's Andy, doing. Oh, we're, both, we're both sick of Andy, aren't we? Aren't we? No, I mean, Andy's brilliant, isn't he? What he, he doesn't does, need more views. No, he doesn't. He's so prolific. He's so, he's, he works so hard to do his stuff. He deserves the success he's had. Um, oh, yeah. So good luck to him. Because I remember Ooh. when he started doing that and he was with us on Scout and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, we don't mind you doing a few bits and pieces on your channel. And at the time, if someone said, you know, he's going to have 150,000 subscribers in a few years, I'd be like, oh, we're not letting him do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it's amazing the success he's had and good luck to him. And, and yeah. you know, I, if Az and I get anywhere near that, we'll, we'll probably be dead by the time we get to that level. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, it's, it's brilliant yeah. what he's done. So I listen, my son loves Andy, right? My son wants Andy on in the morning and? on Saturday. Yeah, and he loves Az as well. I don't know who he loves more, Az or Andy. So, you know, like Sharko, you know, Jani has that bit where yeah, he yeah, yeah. and yeah. he runs to one of the captain choices. What I yeah. plan to do at Fest, if we can get Andy down, is I'm going to have as in one corner and Andy in the other. Just let my son go <laughs> and see which one my son runs to. Um, so it's, it's going to be pretty close. Um, I need to win the league. I need to win the league he set up. If yeah. I win that, then uh, then I'm, I'm reckoning. Yeah, he's maybe to... you get it. But yeah. What about, you, what about yourself, as? Yeah. yeah uh, what, what casts gets you going? What do you listen yeah, to? I mean, weekend? I, I, I've got. I've got to be honest. I don't, I don't listen to any any regularly, so I wouldn't say okay. I've got one I listen to to every week. I mean, I I really like FPL surgery, and and one of the main reasons is because I get on really well with Josh, one of the one of the hosts of it. Oh, I've okay. known him for I've known him for years. Boona, you know him well. Mm -hmm. uh, he's in he's in our league. Um, he he set up. Uh, you know, Mark's talking about FF Fest. We have our own little mini uh, fest that we do every year called uh, at Belushi's in London. Um, and Josh was the organizer and ringleader of that. So when he when he said that he was doing a, a pod, I was really excited because he he is a he is a very very good FPL manager. He knows a hell of a lot about the game, and mm. and you know, with Flapjack as well, they've got completely different styles. They bounce off each other really well. Um, so I'm really I'm really glad to see him him doing him him doing so well. Um, and then yeah, and and I like um, I, I like the ones I, I tend to listen to more pods which are more like this, which are more about 
play styles and strategy and history of, of managers. And I think there should be more of those because personally, as someone who spends so much time looking at fantasy football and reading, watching football and stuff, I just, I can't be asked to what, to listen to more content that's, you know, about XG and stats and fixtures and all that. Because I know it all. I know it all. I spend so much time yeah, looking yeah. at it. So it's much more about personality for me um, and entertainment. And it's one of the reasons why I really like Andy, who does the Wolf Pod, because I think the way he he talks to, to people and he, he gets information. Here we go again, Andy this, Andy, Andy this, Andy that. I know, he's good, Just because he looks like you, right? You can't. Yeah. But Luke as well. And it's, it's one of the reasons why Luke and I like doing Top Gun so much, I think, because we, you know, we had a good, we had a, you, you know, he's turning into another loving, isn't it, Mark? You had a go at me for this last time. Um, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. I mean, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed this because it's kind of laid back, mm. casual kind of chat about your play yeah. style and what's going on and stuff like that. And when I did Wolf Pop with Andy, it's the same kind of thing. He had that approach, which is just like, I'm going to ask you some questions. I've got some lined up, but actually we're just going to see where it yeah. goes. Yeah. And you've got to be pretty skillful to do that really well. And he did it really well. And you guys have done it really well tonight. So, you know, the hats off, okay. right? Because it's, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. It. It's about about a bond. Sorry, I was. Read off a ta- I was just gonna say it's easy to read off a table and read stats and look at fixtures and stuff. But when you're actually to actually be interested in people and to actually get people talking and you know the way you've got Mark talking about Vest and and how we you know coming from scout that that stems from the fact that you you guys are like interested, right? Yeah, you're you're present. You actually care about what he has to say. So that's that, I think that's a great a good skill as a as a host of something like this. Yeah. Oh, thanks very much for that. That I mean, that's what that was the that was the concept. If you like, that's I know we had a name change uh, just in the last week there. Name change. Uh, but that was the atmosphere that we were looking to create. Exactly as you've said, as it was more just you know a group of like minded people just getting together for a blether, getting to know them better. You know, because as you say. We could easily go in and delve into different stats and all the rest of it, but let's just get to know the people a bit better. That was the idea right from the beginning, you know. And and funnily enough, for my OCD, it's worked out well, Buna, because this is number thirty-seven. So this is the thirty-seventh show that we've done of this nature. And by game week thirty-eight, the la- the very last one of that time will be forty. So Do for my OCD, though, yeah. it's done perfect. What's that? Do me a favor, sort my OCD out and sort your visuals out for the next stream, won't you? All right, okay, yeah, no, we'll definitely, we'll give it a go, but um, not... I think we should probably end it on that positive note, to be honest. I think that's been a brilliant stream, um, and I know my boon is in, in the, in the well, it's cooking at the moment, so looking forward to having that, but yeah, now, unless you want to say anything else, Lama, go for it, pal. No, not really, it was just, obviously, again, just on behalf of the chat, thank you, obviously, to the chat for joining us this evening, uh, been a great stream as always, and time, as always, has flown in, which is brilliant, uh, so thank you very much for joining us. Um, before, Boon, I'll let you wrap things up, obviously, you do it better mm-hmm. than me, uh, but Mark, as if, for some ben- unbeknown reason, people don't know where to find you, or don't know how to interact with you because I'm pretty certain everybody does. Just in I case mean, everyone knows going. Mark. I'm sh- not sure yeah, yeah, I'm the other guy. Um, please do take the time to pimp yourself out. Do you want to take it, Mark? Or I, I did the smash of likes, don't I? Do yeah, you... I mean, for me, for me, just just give Black Box a go. That's what I mean. You know, I'm I'm putting everything into that every week with Az, and and that's my thing, right? And um, I really care about it and want it to grow into something. Um, more than it is you know i'm I've, I've got some ideas for what we do with content next season and as said yeah you just do it so he's gonna let me do some things so so for me it's just like 
come and watch an episode of Black Box. If you enjoy it, keep watching. If you don't, fair enough. Go and find some other great content because there's lots out there. Um, but just, you know, just 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 come and pay us a visit and see what we're doing. So Black Box is the only thing I want to pimp. Obviously, Fest, hopefully you've listened to what I've said today yeah. and, and, and um, you know, you can see what it means to me that I'm not misunderstood with that. Uh, today's been an unfortunate day, but hopefully we put it right and... And hopefully we can do the party and launch the the whole idea with that party and then go on from there and have many events in the future. And and it'll be something the community look forward to every year. But if it doesn't work out, fair enough. You know, I, I'm just giving it a go. I'm trying and hoping it's a success and we'll see where it goes. Oh, That's me. <laughs> oh, perfect. Thank you very much. As anything you want to add, be Smash and like, black box. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash FPL black box. Come have a look. Superb. Thank you very much, boys. Thanking you. Buna, I'll let you wrap things up, pal, if you want. Yeah, so what they said, make sure you go give Black Box a watch. I'm pretty sure most of our viewers will know um, FPL Black Box. Um, is it Black Box or is it FPL Black Box? FPL Black Box. FPL. It's FPL, FPL Black Box. Box. Yeah. Get it right, Buna. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, both the emblems have been flashing up all the way through the stream every time they talk, <laughs> and it tells you it's <laughs> Look, massive thank you to, to both of you for joining us today. It's been brilliant. I've been waiting to get you guys on for quite some time. And for us to be able to do it with cameras on for the first time as well, despite um, how bad it looks, um, it's been brilliant. Um, so thank you for coming on. Um, and if you know the people joining in today have enjoyed the stream, please do consider hitting that like button and subscribing. We're up to 860 subscri uh, subscriptions now. They're not far from 900. Uh, we would really appreciate that. And for those also that are new to the channel, um, if you're not aware of what we do, basically interviews like this every single Thursday, usually at 5 p.m. Um, in fact, this Thursday, we have got Tom from Who Got the Assist joining us. So that should be um, yet another brilliant stream.